Today, we're going to talk about shame. And I know that this can feel like a heavy topic. It's sometimes one of those things where I'm like, oh, not again. We always talk about shame. But shame has a big impact on binge eating. It's not just like this little thing where let's talk about shame. It is the root of what can lead to these self-sabotaging behaviors, like distracting all the time and binge eating. And so today I'm going to talk about how to work through shame so that it doesn't hold you back from creating the relationship with food that you really deserve. And if you do these things and if you work through shame, it will make it so much easier to start stepping towards a better relationship with food. And I know it doesn't happen overnight, but these tools that I'm going to talk about today make such a big difference. Welcome to the Binge Eating Coach Podcast, the podcast that helps you go from intellectually knowing how to stop binge eating to really taking action and healing your relationship with food. Because you deserve more space in your life for the things that really matter to you. My name is Krista Couch, your host, recovered bulimic and binge eating coach. Now let's get started. Over the last few years, I think in partial thanks to Brene Brown, shame has become a very hot topic in the world of mental health and self-development. But I think that sometimes it just leads me to be like, oh, okay, that lesson again. I've got this lesson. But I think that sometimes it's easier to just be like, ah, I got that lesson than to really dive into this. I remember one time I had somebody tell me that every time they reread this book by Brene Brown, and I don't remember which book it was, that they learned something new. And I was like, that is impossible. I have already read that book several times. I'm not going to learn something new. But recently I actually reread one of her books. And I don't know if it was the same book that this person had been talking about years ago, but I found that I really was learning so much more because I'm in a very different place in my life. And I think that sometimes this topic of shame, because it's been repeated, is easier to just avoid and shut down, but it makes a big impact when it comes to stuff like binge eating. And if you don't do the work on shame and your relationship with yourself, then it can just lead to so much unconscious behavior and unconscious self-sabotage. And a lot of times my clients feel shame and they know it's there, but they just feel stuck in it. And that's a very disempowering place to be. And so my hope for you is that you can listen to this episode and walk away with some empowering things that can help you understand yourself and know what to start focusing on to move through shame so that you can have a very solid relationship with yourself and relationship with food. And a big part of this is body image. Because I remember so many times when I looked in the mirror and saw my body and felt this I am wrong feeling. It wasn't, oh, I wish I weighed less. It was, I am wrong. This is wrong. This is not okay. I am not okay. And that was very deep shame. And it wasn't just as simple as what my body looked like. All of the trauma that I had experienced was wrapped around my body image. I put so much more than just my body image into the shame 
that I felt when I looked in the mirror. And I see this with my clients all the time. Body image is such a tough topic because it brings up all this other stuff, all these other deep fears. And these deep fears that are there because there's this fear of not being good enough, not being acceptable. Because if we're not acceptable, then we can't be accepted by the tribe. And that gets into all of these deep intrinsic fears that we're supposed to have to help us survive, but don't really serve us now in 2021. So I think that when it comes to this body image stuff, it can feel so deep that it's just easier to run away from it. Hear the topic of shame? Oh, no, not again. But what I encourage you to do is to dive into it. To stop letting the discomfort of talking about shame and talking about the things that bring shame up for you deprive you of creating a better relationship with yourself. So one of the main things that I think is really important when it comes to creating a better relationship with food is learning how to feel discomfort. And shame is uncomfortable. A lot of people describe shame as this feeling of just wanting to hide wanting to avoid, wanting to get away. And I know that that's how I felt shame. For me, shame feels very hot. It makes me kind of want to just hide under a blanket or hide in a closet even. And there's been so many times where I've actually done those things. I've felt shame and I've physically hidden. And I remember a therapist pointing out that I always had a pillow in front of me during our sessions. It was kind of my way of just hiding myself because I felt shame when I was being vulnerable. And I honestly wasn't very vulnerable. It was so much easier for me to just sit there with the pillow in front of me and just feel safe instead of walking into that discomfort. But there's a few things that you can do and begin to focus on that will create a better relationship with food and yourself. And the first part of that is understanding your shame. When shame is just this vague term that you can't put to an actual feeling that you've experienced, it's easier to just dissociate from it and not think about it. But what I encourage you to do is to begin observing your shame. Notice what fuels your shame. Notice what's behind it. Notice when you feel shame. What are the times of day that you feel shame or the activities that can lead to you feeling shame? Start noticing and observing the beliefs that you've learned, maybe from the culture that you live in or from your family that contribute to your shame. When you can understand your shame, it gives you the ability to have steps that you can take to get through that and to get to the other side of that. And it's really impactful. So the second part of that is once you've started to observe where your shame is coming from, the thoughts that fuel it, the beliefs about yourself and about the world that fuel that shame, then I want you to remind yourself that shame and this feeling, as uncomfortable as it is, is an important part of the human experience. You feeling shame is exactly what makes you a human and not just this psychopath that doesn't feel anything. Because really, if you don't ever feel shame, most likely you're a psychopath. (laughs) You don't feel anything. And so feeling shame in some level is a normal part of the human experience. What can make that shame so painful is when you just run from it and avoid it. 
And so instead of doing that, learning how to be present with it and remind yourself that, hey, this is okay. This feeling is part of the human experience. It can be so empowering. It can also make it easier not to run from the shame. Because when you stop running from shame, then you can meet it and heal from it, which is the next part of this. Because healing, when I think of healing, it's easier just to think about the end result of that. But healing is very painful. Think about getting a cut or a wound. And the first part of healing is maybe getting stitches or just cleaning it out, putting some rubbing alcohol on it. And that might hurt. But it's the first part of true healing. It's going to prevent more problems in the future. And that's kind of what it can be like to process through shame. It's very painful. It's not easy. It's really uncomfortable to start being vulnerable and lean into this discomfort of feeling shame instead of pushing it away. But when you do that, and when you can open that wound, you can create real lasting change. It's what can create the difference between just not binge eating and really feeling good about the relationship you've created with food. And that difference makes a big impact. So the next time you feel shame, try to figure out what you can do to kind of open that up and take a look at it instead of hiding it. When you feel that inclination to hide and to turn inward and just hold on to that shame, take the water to it and rinse it out. Even though it's uncomfortable, that's where true healing begins. No matter how deep that wound is, no matter how long it's been there, the first step is opening it up and doing whatever it takes to clean it out. And sometimes that's really painful. But the final step to this process is being able to move forward without that shame feeling debilitating. Think about it as the difference between looking at your body and feeling shame that brings up all of your trauma and all of the other things that create shame versus looking in the mirror and just feeling, oh, I don't feel great today. I don't really love the way I look today. And maybe feeling a little bit of judgment or discomfort, but not having that feel debilitating. That's the difference that can happen when you learn to process through shame instead of avoiding it. And that's a very big difference because if you're struggling with this body image stuff and binge eating, you know how intense it can be to be all consumed by shame. So that is the process that I encourage you to go through to begin healing from shame. But this work isn't just a one-time thing. And if it was, I would be able to sit here and say, yep, I figured this all out completely. This is a process that I've gone through several times in my life. Shame and overcoming these unhelpful beliefs isn't just this one-time thing where you lean into the discomfort and it's done. But what can happen is when there's always more healing to do, sometimes people don't appreciate the healing they've already done. They don't look back and truly celebrate how far they've come. Even when a client first comes to me and begins working with me, I can find so many ways that they've already done so much healing. And so what I encourage you to begin doing is start paying attention to the healing that you've already done. Start paying attention to the ways that you've already done this in your life. 
because you've already began this work. And if you can't appreciate that, you can keep learning how to feel shame. You can keep processing through things, but you're not ever going to be able to magically all of a sudden appreciate the work that you've already done. And so this shame stuff and processing feelings and challenging old unhelpful beliefs, it can be challenging, but it's a lot more challenging if you don't appreciate yourself throughout the process. And sometimes it can be hard to do that when you feel very lost and confused at what your next step is. And so what I encourage you to do today is to sign up for this three-day class I'm going to be giving this week. It's going to start Thursday, August 12th. You're going to be able to walk away from this class with tangible things that you can begin to work on to create a relationship with food where you don't binge and it's easy. A relationship with food that feels effortless and feels peaceful. On the third day, there's even going to be some live coaching and a call that you can get on with me on Zoom to talk about the questions that you have. So I'm really excited. And if you want to sign up, you don't have to be able to attend live to sign up. You can do that via the link in the show notes, or you can just go to kristacouchcoaching.com slash links. I look forward to seeing you there. I know you want to overcome binge eating and have an easier relationship with food, but it's easier said than done sometimes. And there's a lot of things that I know now that I wish I knew when I was going through this and I was trying to overcome binge eating. And so I created a course with all of the things that I wish I knew about motivation and obstacles that come up. If you want to learn more and sign up for this course, you can find it at kristacouchcoaching.com slash course. I look forward to seeing you there.